Welcome back to Mary Sue Who. This is your co-host Kristen and I'm with Tony and today we're going to be talking about tropes. Let's get into it. Hey everybody, welcome back. I'm so glad you could make it. Uh, today's topic is going to be on our favorite and least favorite tropes in fantasy books that we like to read. But before we get into that, we are going to share with you guys what we're reading right now. Um, maybe give you some recommendations that you can add to your TBR. So Kristen, what book are you reading right now? I am reading, okay, so I just read Air Awakens by Elise Kova. It's a five book series. I don't know the series name. Um, but I'm reading the second book right now. I'm probably halfway. It's called Fire Falling, I want to say. I feel like that's completely wrong. But I'm reading the Air Awakens series. Um, it's basically about this empire. It's almost like Avatar The Last Airbender. There um, are sorcerers who specialize in earth, fire, air, and water. Mm-hmm. And the main character literally is the first uh, windbreaker. I think that's what they call it in over 100 years. So it's kind of like Aang, but I feel like that's where the similarities stop. Um, but yeah, no, it, it's really good. It has uh, this morally gray love interest who we love. Um, and the main character is really badass. And she's so stubborn. I love her so much, and there's um there's a character in the book that vaguely reminds me of Doctor Strange, so Ooh, <laughs> intriguing. Highly okay. recommend. Okay, cool. Well, um, I am reading a book that has been mentioned on this podcast before. Uh, I am currently reading Kingdom of the Cursed. I think Kingdom of the Cursed, which is yeah. the second book in the Kingdom of the Wicked series by um, Carrie Meniscalco, Meniscalco, I think is how you say her last name. I'm sorry if I'm butchering that. I trust you. But um, for those of you who listen to our podcast, you may recall that Kristen talked about this series um, when we were ranking our top book boyfriends. That is my number one. And she accidentally spoiled something <laughs> really big for me. Oh, and it no. has, and I don't know if it has tainted my reading experience to know the twist because I. But here's the thing, I know the twist, but I don't know exactly how that's gonna come about yet because I'm only halfway through the second book. I finished so the sad. first book. And I actually listened to the audiobook of it, and it was really cool. Like, there were a lot of, like, sound effects, and, like, the voice narration was really good, like, the Italian accents and things, because... I committed a sin. <laughs> you did. You were spoiled. Ugh. No, it's fine. I don't think it's really, like, damaged my, uh, like, my reading of it. I still mm-hmm. love Wrath who is the main love interest in the book series. Um, He's a demon and our main character, she's a witch (laughs) and I love her though. I don't know. I don't know if I like the first book as much as I like the second book. Just well, the second book, this isn't a spoiler, but the second book is mainly set in hell. Whereas the first book is set in, um, I don't even know what century Italy. It's like, I think it's like ancient Italy. Like, well, not ancient, but like, I think it's like 14 or 1500s. Oh, I'm pretty sure I said like the 17th century last year. The 1700s. But there's just a difference between like the human world and then like a fantasy world. Unless it's like urban fantasy, which this really wasn't. But yeah, the second book is amazing. The second book is really good so far, and for those of you who maybe read the first book and there wasn't as much spice as you'd like, please keep reading. (laughs) Please, it's so good. I'm only halfway through, but I can attest if the taste of it that I've gotten so far is as good as it is, then the rest must be fantastic. 
have you have you gotten to the caverns yet have you seen yeah. those oh. yeah <laughs> i did anyone who knows and has read that book i hope you just squealed with us <laughs> because ooh, I, was good. I know <laughs> it's like okay. ooh. but anyway so that's what we're reading right now um and now we're going to get into our main topic, which is our favorite and least favorite tropes, which I, I do have a definition pulled up from Urban Dictionary, <laughs> which... Okay. Uh, Before you get into that disclaimer, this is our third time like recording this. Like Five minutes into the other recordings, we were like, oh no, we have to start <laughs> over. But basically, I looked up the definition of trope, and it was not the definition of trope. So Tony has graciously pulled up a better definition that she will read to you now. Yes. Uh, this is a long time coming, not for you, but for us. Third try. <laughs> a trope, according to Urban Dictionary, is refers to an often overused plot device or like a theme that is common among like specifically fantasy literature, which is what we're talking about today. Though a lot of these, I'm sure mine um, and Kristen's, we have, we don't know each other's rankings yet. Uh, we'll be discovering that along with you, <laughs> but um, yeah, they can be found in TV shows, movies, as well as books. Um, and if you're on book talk, you know exactly what we're talking about if you're a reader you know and we're gonna get into it uh I think we're gonna start off with our favorites and we're gonna list them up to number one so Kristen would you like to share your third favorite trope with the class I feel like I'm being uh called on in class um (laughs) the pressure (laughs) okay so my third favorite is um a recently discovered not discovered because harry potter could be considered this <laughs> dark academia that's my third favorite Ooh. trope right now i feel like i've been reading um more dark academia books and they haven't necessarily been great but like the idea of them like the setting is really cool um because when you think of dark academia you think almost like like an English UK school, like a college, like Oxford or something where people wear um, like their little uniforms and you think of people spending time in libraries and ancient buildings. So I think it has this really cool school um, away from reality aspect, but still like kind of in a modern world, but also this like darkness of what lurks under history and um, knowledge. So Ooh. I like that a lot. You know, it's funny you say that because my number three is <gasps> all okay. I put academy, like, oh but, my I, God. but I mean like dark academia style. We did this again. I know we did, we this, did this last time. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, no, I totally agree. I love it. Oh, you know this. Um, but my first attempt at a book, uh, was academy. Mm-hmm. style and I just mm, I love it I love me a good cheesy academy book yeah I read so have you read the crave series I feel like no but I want to it's on my TV read so it got a little cheesy for me I believe around the third or fourth book but um I really like the setting and it's it's a high school basically in Alaska um for magical creatures and the girl, the main character, she's human. She goes there and she doesn't even know it exists, like magical creatures and magic. But um, I I absolutely love the setting. It just, I don't know. I think it kind of like fell for me a little bit because the characters seemed a little too immature for me. Um, but I love kind of like the college or grad school um, vibe. Yeah, no. Okay. I... Did you ever? I want to read that series. I it's been on my TV list, was, but yeah. yeah, I think I'm going to. But another Academy book that I've recommended to you, but I don't know if you've ever read it, mm-hmm. is the Evermore Academy series. It's like one that I found 
one night deep into Goodreads. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I was like, I don't know, six levels deep from Avatar, like recommendations. Um, oh and I stumbled across this series um, where the Fae have like invaded the mortal lands basically like like modern day and Mm -hmm. it's like set in the future almost i think and there's this girl and she like steals from like the fey like there's a veil that goes Mm -hmm. between the worlds and she goes through it and steals and then as punishment she's forced to go to this academy where there what a punishment. are I know but where there are fae and humans and the humans are basically assigned to like a fae like to protect them or like to be mm-hmm. their yeah I think to be their guard which is very much like Vampire Academy if anybody's ever read that with them um, you know the dampiers and guarding the vampire people whose name I forgot <laughs> But yeah, no, it's super good. It reads like fan fiction, but it's like <laughs> the best academy fan fiction, like mm, dark you know tokens. It's good. Okay, so it. this isn't a book, but The Winx Club. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Honestly, OG cartoon, like when I was like in elementary school, but also like I like the Netflix series a lot. Um <laughs> Okay. The Wings Club, it's about it's about fair like a fairy academy and the girl finds out she's like a fairy, but also she's like a rare fairy or something. I remember what it was in the original series. I just don't okay. want to ruin it. Yeah, but. no. I remember Winx Club was definitely what indoctrinated me into the loving, like the Academy style fantasy. Yeah. Because like, oh my god, I love it. I love it so much. <laughs> Do you know love- it's an Italian cartoon? Winx Club is Italian? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Because I remember I tried to watch the cartoon cartoon again. And I was looking it up on YouTube and it was like Italian. Interesting. Yeah. Ooh. Because I know like, (laughs) I don't know. Did you ever watch Code Lyoko? No. Okay. Because that's kind of an Academy style, but it's like, it's very, it's like a cartoon like for, like that was on Cartoon Network, I think. Mm-hmm. But, like they like go into a supercomputer like fantasy world and battle an evil supercomputer or something yeah. but it's like so cool I really I really was loving the academy thing from day <laughs> one I think people like it because it, it's full of like we already want to know more about these fantasy worlds and like within mm-hmm. the academy setting you're being exposed to all this knowledge that the characters are being exposed to so I think that's why it's really fun and then also like it's just, it's fun being, like, away from home, kind of in this, like, fraternity, like, yeah. setting, I guess. Oh, my God. I'm such a sucker for it. Every time. Even <laughs> TV shows, books, movies, you name it. I love it. Okay. So, what is your number two? My number two uh, might be a surprise, but it is amnesia slash mistaken identity. <laughs> I already know why this is going to it's because of Percy Jackson, isn't it? Okay. Only a little. <laughs> well, okay. I wasn't even thinking of Percy Jackson, but now that you mention it, uh, yes. <laughs> Which Percy Jackson could also be kind of thought of as an Academy type. Yeah. Vibe. That's true. Which is interesting. Anyway, my, I just, I've always loved it. I've, a series that I've mentioned before, the Refame series by Paula Weston, um, in that series I love it anyone who loves angel fallen angels demons type of vibe go read it it's so good um but in that series like the main character like has amnesia like but doesn't know it like she's been given like false memories Mm -hmm. of a life that she never really had and so over like four books she tries to like remember and like figure out what happened and what everybody around her is talking about because she thinks she's human but she's not that's not a spoiler (laughs) that was like that's like very early on like first like two or three chapters but uh, 
I don't know. And then, do you remember the Fallen series? Not Fallen. Uh, Hush Hush. I like, I barely remember it. In the... (laughs) I remember I was obsessed with that series. I read all four books. I own all four books. That shameful admittance, but like in the third book, she forgets. Like she has, she has amnesia, and so like mm-hmm. you get to see her like kind of fall in love with the main character, like or the other love interest again, and it's like, but you know, you're like sitting there, you're like, I know who that is. You don't, okay. but I do. Type of vibes. It's fun. I will say. I like I feel like I was indifferent like when you said that to that trope but now I'm thinking about Vampire Diaries and would... Elena and this has been out for a year so I don't care that's not a spoiler but um yeah. when she forgets her memories with Damon and then she hates him again I hated that oh I thought it was God. so stupid I'm actually re-watching Vampire Diaries right now and that's what made me think of it because yeah. the whole thing about like her and Catherine look exactly the same mm-hmm. so it's like and that's not a spoiler. You find that out in like the first episode. This has been out for I know like, a decade. But ah, I love it because it's like a, the whole mistaken identity thing too. Um, where it's like you don't like remember who you are, or like some I don't know, getting confused with people, or they forget, or whatever. I don't know. I just love it. All I hated it. it in Vampire Diaries. Ah, but I love yeah. I know in Vampire Diaries that sucked. I know. And I, I used to, oh. I used to really like the doppelganger trope, but um, not that I hate it now. I just feel like the way that people use it, I can only think of Vampire Diaries now. Mm-hmm. But um, I used to love that trope so much. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, it's a good one. It's interesting because but... it's supposed to be ominous if you see your doppelganger, like in in folklore. Like if you see your doppelganger, it means that you're about to die. So I really like the folklore behind it. I think it's kind of cool. That is interesting. I didn't know that. That's cool. But um, anyway, would you like to share your number two? Yes. So I feel like you think this is my number one, um, the enemies to lovers. I actually didn't think that was your number one. Oh. But I'm glad you. <laughs> I'm glad it's on your list. I mean, I definitely. I think it's one that's. Uh, it's not surprising because I, I feel like people love enemies to lovers and honestly it goes back to vampire diaries. Um, Damon was an enemy and I know you talked about um, enemies to friends to lovers, but I think it's so much more fun when like the the main characters try to deny that they love each other. And it's like, I feel like there's such a thin line between love and hate because they both hold such passion. Um, but then like when you cross the line, it's like, oops, can't go back now. Yeah, that's um, true. I'm trying to think of my favorite enemies to lovers story. Mm. Um, obviously, Vampire Diaries, Elena and Damon. Um, There's I feel lot. like I can't, I can't say my favorite because I know <laughs> it's a spoiler. But for all of you out there, you probably know what I'm talking about. It's our favorite author. <laughs> She's big on enemies to lovers. But I just, I think it's so much fun because it's, like, only I can be, like, her enemy or mean to her. And that kind of sounds bad now that it's coming out of my mouth. But um, I don't, I just, I think it's fun when people are, like, competing against each other or they're, like, arch nemesis, nemesis, whatever it is. But then they discover, like, they don't want that gone I guess like they don't want that to end because they're really attached to the person um yeah uh surprise uh enemies to lovers is my number one. Oh my god <laughs> so I'm just okay. gonna continue the conversation okay. um enemies to lovers has always been my favorite trope and tiktok has definitely attacked me with reasons why that's probably my favorite <laughs> And it's the algorithm. Like, uh, it's just I love the idea that because to see someone as your enemy is to see them as your equal. Like you can't you can't view someone as your enemy without thinking that they are like 
equal to you in power, just opposite almost. Like you have yeah. you have to have a certain level of respect to call someone your enemy. That's like, a good way to put it. And I love that aspect to it because I also love that when you have enemies to lovers, like you see the they see the worst parts of each other first. Okay. Do you know what I thought? Um Perry the Platypus in Doctor ah, Yeah. Cause I, I think about it. That's, <laughs> that's a good uh, example actually of a, like a non romantic. Yeah. Because they're like I love the enemies to lovers but enemies to hesitant allies to lovers pipeline. Yeah, like they're forced to be allies. Yeah. yeah. Well, I do enjoy a good like you hate each other and then maybe you bang a little. <laughs> but <laughs> like I I'm a sucker for that. I love it. But I'm a bigger fan of um where they like they flirt when they're enemies and then they like have to work together. And then eventually they realize they like love each other. Even you know though what? they like hated each other, you know? I actually have a really good series that's enemies to lovers. It's all enemies to lovers. It's about the four horsemen of the apocalypse. And so one is like pestilence, one is like death, one's famine, and then I forgot yeah. the other one. I feel like um, I've heard of that series. But they're really good, but <laughs> it's like the girl makes them change, makes them stop what they're doing. It's Laura Thalassie, Thalassa. I think mm-hmm. she wrote the Bargainer series or something very similar to that. Yeah. Um, I will say, I specifically, my favorite part of Enemies to Lovers is when, like, the villain gets the girl specifically. Oh my god, I know. I live for it. Oh my god. Because, like, it's that old, like, saying, or an old Tumblr post that was, like, (laughs) a hero will sacrifice you to save the world, but a villain will, like, sacrifice the world to save you. Okay. And I live for that. So, I read a book one time, and I'm not going to share what, but basically, the main character and, like, not, well, kind of the villain like, had a love story going on, and he seemed like he would die for her, like, you know, that kind of vibe, Mm -hmm. but then she was put on trial for something, and I feel like he could have done more to stop it or, like, protect her, but he didn't, and that made me very mad. Interesting. And, yeah, like, I feel like you're supposed to, like, burn the world if it's, like, like, enemies to lovers, like, that kind of, I don't know. Just, just a little thought. The thing is, I'm not a big fan of enemies to lovers, and they stay enemies. Like, oh yeah, Me you either. know, like, I don't know. I need that, like, that budding, like, respect and like subtle love for each other. Like, that's so good. I think the Guild series too by Raven Kennedy. I only read like the first two books, but um, that was very enemies to lover, and then. It was also about healing, like, for the main character. So it's, like, they were enemies, but, like, the the villain was, like, trying to help her heal, which I thought was really cool. Um, but, yeah. Yes. So that is my number one. And, Kristen, would you like to tell us your number one? First of all, I want to know what you think my number one is. Okay. I don't know why, <laughs> but I feel like you're a friends to lovers, like, person or like oh. a, or like a one bed trope something like that i like i like the one bed trope but like i think friends to lovers is so boring like, or wait forbidden romance <laughs> okay we'll talk about that later but <laughs> okay <laughs> but okay i will say so like the friends to lovers thing i absolutely hated how like shadow and bone i wanted her to get with the darkling me too um, sorry spoiler um and I hated that she got with Mal, but like the TV show, I absolutely love the TV show on Netflix. And yeah. I feel like we've talked about it before, but um, I really liked the the friend Mal and um, the TV show. And I felt like you could like see their chemistry more. And I was rooting for him the whole time. Yeah. Um, but I hated that in the books. And I hated like the PETA and Katniss thing. I, I hated it. <laughs> I know. Okay. Oh. But 
This is going to surprise you. Okay. My number one, I think people are starting to do it more, but my number one trope is a talking magical creature that's your sidekick. Nice. <laughs> I live so, for that. That's like a little good. elf or like a little like fairy on your shoulder or a little, I don't know, a little pet something. Ooh. Before I forget, if you love that, you'll like that that um fey fantasy series I was telling you about the Evermore Academy. Oh, okay, okay. That's a big thing in there. You would but like I that. really I want the story to be like effed up and like really new adult, but then there's like some like <laughs> creature that's like, hey. So my example is uh anything by Stacey Mary Brown, she always has like a little uh a little sidekick that's like a creature. Um, but in Savage Lands, which I've talked about a lot, um, in the prison, there's like a little, are, are brownies the ones that clean? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. It's like a little brownie, which I believe is just like a smaller fairy, um, that does housework, but he, um, oh my God, I forgot his name, but basically he, um, he creates these like clothes, like this fashion and he makes it out of like weird things like loofahs and toilet paper and Aww. like um they even so they go to a brothel and I think he like makes an outfit out of like like a butt plug or something. God. That's I know that's that's a lot. But like I like little like magical creatures and um somehow they're like an unlikely hero. Mm-hmm. and they can really help oh my god your cat's tail <laughs> yeah i know <laughs> hello oh my god speaking of magical creatures i know he just showed up right on time um but i just i think it's like a fun way to spice up fantasy because a lot of fantasy which i admit like i like this kind of fantasy too is where it's really not a lot of fantasy at all like it's just like a hot fey male <laughs> possessive creature like that's how you justify it almost yeah but then i like when people like add little creatures like that or even like the sur- surreal mm-hmm. in a court of thrones and roses like it's not like a little sidekick creature but like it's something that's not humanoid uh that's in the book and like helps move the story along and i like that because i, I think it just adds a more fantastical element that's cute so I love, I love them. I love them so much. Aww. I didn't even think of that as like an Opie. 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 That's a little brownie thing <laughs> in Savage Lands. Okay. It's great. And then there's Bitsy. I forgot. She's like a little, uh, I don't even know. Anyways. That's cute. <laughs> Do you want to get into our least favorites now? I would love to. I love ranting. All right. So, um, did I start last time? Oh. Uh, you started last time, so I'll go ahead and tell you my third uh, least favorite, which is miscommunication. How so? <laughs> I mean, like, I, I know what you mean, but give me an example. I mean miscommunication to the point of where it's like, like if you're both like adults and it's something that's like, if miscommunication is the only problem that you're having, is that you're just mm-hmm. not talking to each other, it drives me up a wall. Like, if there's, like, a reason you can't tell them or, like, something like that, but if it's just, like, I don't want to tell him, I don't want to tell her how I feel, or I'm just going to do... Oh, I just... too. If it's, like, too much, I get... It makes me anger. I like I like when people like deny their feelings but to an extent so I understand but like if something's like uh like let's just say a girl thinks the guy cheated on him and she like just doesn't talk to him yeah figure it out like that's stupid I know it's like you could solve this whole thing by just walking up and asking them I can't I can't stand it I'm like just talk to each other like there's nothing standing in your way except you I know. If but like someone trying else, to deny their emotions, yeah. like let's just say they're like any means, but like yeah, no, I get that. See, I don't I like mean, that one. Yeah, I just mean like if you can't, like if you just not talking to each other is your only issue, I'm not here for it. But if it's like forbidden or like you can't talk to each other or it's your like enemy and you're not supposed to love mm-hmm. them or if there's like, I like the the drama of it. 
but not yeah. to the point where it's just like, oh my God, just talk to each other. That's what No Crave is like that. Ugh. Because it's like a love triangle too. So it's like Lovely. the miscommunication where like, uh, yeah, I, oh my God. I don't want to talk about it. I have a very specific example, Okay, but I'm worried it might upset some people. I don't care. All right. Say it. Okay. I specifically am thinking of Zodiac Academy. <laughs> okay. Fuck that. Okay. Like, and I say this as someone who like, okay, Zodiac Academy is very interesting because it's not very well written and it does feel very fan fiction-y at times, but like, um, yeah, no, I read the first four books and Shadow Princess was my last straw. I, c- I couldn't do it. I was so mad after the end of that book and I tried to read Cursed Fates, which is the next one. And it was like almost 900 pages and there was no end in sight to the miscommunication. Uh, Like they just wouldn't talk to each other. And that was the whole problem. And I had to stop. I didn't finish. Can I go off? You can please do. Um, so spoiler alert. I don't even know which book this is because I don't know when I stopped because I kind of just like uh, one of the episodes you were talking about, like just consuming the book and just being so obsessed yeah. with it. And then later you're like, oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> but who's the who's the twin that's kind of like, I'm I'm bitchy and I'm strong. Tori. Tori. So Tori. And who's her man? Um, The D. Is it, is it starts with a D. What's it? Damon. Darius? Dar- yes. Darian or Darius? Dar- I think it's Darius. Yeah, okay. I believe you. Um, basically, so if you've read it, there's like this whole, I don't really even really understand it, but with like soulmates, like your fated mates, you oh have my like God. one chance like to accept about, each other. You're, you're talking about what I'm talking about. Literally? <laughs> are you stupid? Like, this will mess up your life. Like, you have one chance to, like, okay. have the best romance of your life, and you're going to mess up, like, your future and someone else's future because you're a stupid person who thinks, like, who, like, won't talk to this man, and you think he's just awful because uh, he acts like a bad boy, and I know he bullied you, but get over it. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> okay. I have something funny to share. Okay, share. And it is the note. Okay, so I keep a, like a, basically an Excel sheet of all of the (laughs) books that I've read. And there's a note section at the end. And I would love to share the notes (laughs) that I put after finishing Shadow Princess, which is the book you're talking about. Shadow Princess, for everyone wondering, was 724 pages it was the fourth book in this series. So we were only like halfway through. And at the end, okay, major spoiler warning. If you want to read Zodiac Academy, if you don't want this world for you, skip ahead to the time that is listed in the description. <laughs> okay. But, okay, so here's what it says. I wanted to hurl this book so far across the room that I never would have to even peek at its existence again. Star-crossed in all caps with like seven ex- seven question marks and exclamation points. Why the F? And oh, Ryan almost effing died. I screamed. All caps. I'm sorry, <laughs> I, but like, yeah, no. I was that, so upset. That went downhill and then I just I think the whole idea of being star crossed in that sense where like mm-hmm. the world literally shudders like when you're together like to get you I think that's stupid. Like the world doesn't care that much, like the universe doesn't care that much, you know? I literally I was I wanted to scream when she was like, <laughs> No <laughs> I was like Are you kidding me? I think the idea of being star crossed is like would be like a fun idea to write, but like I'm actually gonna look into that. <laughs> after this but like not in the way to where like the universe was trying so hard to keep them apart like physically I thought that was weird yeah Ugh. oh I guess you didn't read the next book I read part but, of it like, and had to okay. stop I read the first like I don't know like eight chapters and it was just 
them being mopey around each other and everybody being like, oh yeah. my god, they're star-crossed and everybody being like, we should talk to him about it. And they go, no. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. Okay, so anyways. Anyways. Okay. Moving um, on. Okay, so my number three uh, that I hate the most the orphan no friends trope for the main oh character. Oh my god. And Tony, I'm calling out myself because the, <laughs> the first draft I wrote of the of a book that I wrote, um, my main character literally had like no friends. Yeah, but I don't I don't like that because it's just not like uh realistic, especially the friends thing. Like I get if like your parents aren't around, but like Like you I don't have know. no friends? You have at least like one friend or like someone from like work or something that you interact with. Yeah. Um it just doesn't make it doesn't really make it real feeling yeah or even like I hate to say it but like just the one best friend and then that's it <laughs> like where's everyone else like I don't, know. I don't know sometimes you just have like one really good friend like especially like, when you're like socially awkward or in, or something like that I know I was <laughs> well like people that you see like regularly like for some reason I'm thinking about your book and like just thinking about like the guard she interacts with or like yeah. the the tavern keeper the barkeeper you know like yeah people where she doesn't necessarily have to be like or like they don't have to be friends with the like person. she's not isolated yeah like y- you still have interactions like you have like inside jokes or like inside turns like so, I don't know just like interactions that are normal between people yeah not like she's just been dropped into this like random society or world (laughs) i've Um, never existed here before yeah exactly like there's no like it's almost like having like a bare bedroom wall like not i don't know it's like there's no history yeah like no past substance yeah i think you hit it on the head when you said isolation yeah character isolation that's cool Okay. okay. All right. You're number two. I was debating a lot between my one and two for mm-hmm. least favorite. But I think for number two, I'm going to have to go Insta Love. Such as, like, okay, when you think of like faded meats, like. Okay, I think when I say Insta Love, I mean like. Like, you met them, and then a week later, you're like, I'm in love with them. I would die for them. Like, Romeo and Juliet type. Like, ridiculousness. Like, I don't know. I just, I love seeing realistic, like, like, you can have a shorter timeline, but it's gotta Mm -hmm. be, like, realistic. Like, you could, like, trauma bond and, like, fall in love (laughs) with someone. Almost. Uh, Yeah. You know, and, but that takes, it still takes time. And I personally am a very, very big fan of, like, the slow burn, too. Yeah. Like, I need, not, like, so slow that you, that you just get bored with it, like. But the tension. (laughs) But the tension, like, I need that build up. And when you have insta-love, it's just, like, I don't care. Like I think... So I just read a book where it was really good. Um, it was like a faded mate thing. And like the guy knew the whole time that like the girl hated magical creatures. So he was mm-hmm. just like, he was just like helping her like along her way. Like he probably should have told her like that probably would have been the right thing to do. Yeah. But like, you know, he had this like, I don't, I don't know if it was love, but like an attraction and like want to protect her. Um, even if she hated like, this species he was um but I I like the whole like attraction at first sight but like not like there's just something about them but not like love like I think love needs to be grown but that's your or that book was so good <laughs> oh my gosh okay yeah no so that's mine okay um, did you I don't know why, but my brain just blacked out. Did you say your third one? My third one? Yeah, yeah. the orphan no Oh, friends. God, okay. Yeah. I don't know why. Isolated, I guess you would call it. It left, it left my head. All right. Please show um, me number two. Because not everyone, I feel like there's so many books where it's like the main character is an orphan and has no friends. They're like, so every, every character is going to be like that. That's not every person out there. 
Okay. Yeah. So my okay. second one. My second one is reincarnation. I hate reincarnation. I used to like it. I know that you like it. But okay. um I'm thinking of the Fallen series. I knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> I it, okay, it has to do with I hate when the main character um has this whole life like basically let's just say the main character is 18 she's had 18 years to live 18 years of experiences and then all of a sudden she's had like 100 lives before and then she becomes this whole new person because she remembers her past lives and she almost becomes like not relatable anymore like the main character doesn't isn't relatable anymore because they are like so much wiser beyond their years like they've had all these experiences that we haven't experienced and I know in the Fallen series, like, you go back into the memories of the character um, to kind of learn more about their past lives. But I just, I hate it. You know, that's fair. I don't like the way that the Fallen series did it. I mean, I loved it when I was in middle school, but now looking yeah. back, it's a little rough. Um, but yeah, I mean, I can see where you're coming from. Like with that. Have you ever, have you seen The Seven Deadly Sins? It's like an anime. No. on Netflix no but I so, know what you're talking about basically um it's kind of like not good I feel like <laughs> but like <laughs> but like uh I watch the whole thing and basically the main character is uh always um thrown together with like his love interest um each time she reincarnates and every time he tries to protect her, he fails and she dies. Um, and she regra- regains all of her memories. And then she just becomes like this almost like otherworldly being, but it's something like we as viewers don't understand. And like, we can't almost comprehend. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's just like, not someone like, I feel like you're holding hands with the main character the whole way, but then they become someone where it's like, I don't know you anymore. Um, so yeah, that's why I don't like Interesting. it. Yeah. I mean, fair enough. I'm not a huge fan of reincarnation, though I don't read a lot of stuff with it. <laughs> I tend to avoid it. I guess I don't either, but I don't know. I think for my book club book, I think we're reading an, a reincarnation thing. Hmm. It's a book of Azrael. Maybe I'm maybe I'm completely wrong. I don't know. I haven't even opened it. But. See, there is this one book that's on my to-be-read list. Um, I don't remember the title, but it's basically like... A book where there's two point of views and it's like Uh someone in the past and someone in the future like and then they you like figure out how their like inter their stories are interconnected it sounds Uh really good but like I could get behind like a story if like you're seeing like if it's being told parallel to like a past life story and like like, that would be cool but I'm not big on like the fallen style this isn't um this isn't reincarnation but the Addie LaRue series by the Schwab um like you you see like her life it's almost like the age of Adeline where like she's lived like all of these lifetimes like she stays the same age um but like she can't really form relationships because no one remembers her um but like you see her life like in the modern time and then the next chapter it'll be like a hundred years in the past and then the next chapter will be like 50 years in the past like so you see like the progression of her um but yeah reincarnation isn't my jam fair enough all right should we move you're, on to yes number you're one? number one my least favorite trope is and i know there are people out there who love this but i do not and it is surprise baby Okay. Like that is it? Like, yeah. <laughs> like, no, okay. Here's the thing. I hate it. I hate when you're having a perfectly good love story and it's like hot and stuff, and then all of a sudden it's just like <gasps> plot twist, she's pregnant. And then the guy doesn't want it. I know. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it so much. It oh. drives me up a wall. Like, if I'm reading something and the plot twist is that she ends up pregnant or whoever, I'm like, nope. (laughs) I do not want to read about this. That's not why I'm here. So sorry. I thought you were saying, like, surprise, baby. Surprise. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) A surprise baby. Like, a surprise pregnancy. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, I've I mean, read a lot of like. Oh, go ahead. No, 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 you're good. I was gonna say I read a lot of like Wattpad books where it's like she gets pregnant and then the guy falls in love with her or something. But then like I I always feel like the guy doesn't want the baby and then like pressures the woman and it's like it's like who wants to fall in love with that man? Mm. Fan fiction is the main reason I do not like this trope. Yeah, <laughs> I've read a lot of fan fictions and One had direction. them just literally and just had them ruined <laughs> by like a a sudden like pregnancy twist. That's like God. Are you calling this. me out? My Liam Payne fan fiction had that, I think, in middle school. Bold of you to admit to yeah, Liam Payne fan fiction in this I know. Who age. writes? Who writes Liam Payne? I think I wanted to be different, for real. It's fair. On uh, it's fair. We all we all succumbed to Liam at some point. Maybe I don't know. He was ne- he was never my favorite. Yeah. But I digress. Okay. Are you ready to share? My number one is really funny because you said it was one of my favorites, but also it's like kind of like a sector of it. So it's forbidden romance due to someone being royal. Like they're like, oh, I can't be with you because I'm a prince or a princess. I hate that so much because it's like if you, like I've mentioned before, I really like the possessive alpha male, but not like too possessive. Like just Mm -hmm. like they'll stop at nothing to be with you, like that kind of thing. And I think it's so lame. Like, it's so, like, you're a wussy if you're not going to be with someone because you're a prince or, like, you're rich. Like, shut up. No, I I don't like that either. It's always so frustrating. And then they always say, they're always like, I'm trying to protect you, blah, 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 because people will use you against me. Like, be quiet. Who cares? (laughs) Be with me anyway. Isn't our love greater than this? I know. Like type of deal. Like I wanted to fast love. die young. Right? <laughs> ah. And you like, okay. So air are you awakens. saying like oh I'm sorry, go. I was just gonna say Air Awakens uh is like that and it makes me so mad. <laughs> because he's he's like that kind of guy where it's like, I'll do anything for you, but he's like, We can't be together because I'm a prince. And then she's like, Oh, you're too you're like I'm so unworthy of you. Like you're gonna be the future emperor. Like I'm unworthy of your greatness. Ew. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. Ugh. Yeah. No. I'm not a fan of if that's like like if you're gonna be like I love you. I would do anything for you except be with you. Like mm-hmm. the heck. Don't tell me what about us. Ah. Hate I that. hate that. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. No. Um. So, when you say forbidden romance, you mean just that? Or do you mean, like, all forbidden romance? I right, give me well? examples of forbidden romance. I can't, like, like, think. Okay. There's one. Okay. Like, creatures that shouldn't be together, maybe. Um, I don't know. Thinking back to Zodiac Academy. Ugh. Uh-huh. That forbidden romance between Darcy oh. and Orion, like, type of vibes. Yeah, I don't really like, like, teacher, professor. Like, maybe if it's, like, TA or, like, if they're, like, really close in age, like, fine, I don't really care. But, like, if there's, like, a big age gap, even if the, like, the main character's, like, over 18 or 18, I still think that's kind of weird. Um, Because, okay, here's my reasoning, too, besides the whole, like, age thing and, like, predator if you're under 18, definitely. Yeah. I.E. Arya and Ezra. Literally. Um, People always think teachers are hotter than they are because they're in an authority position. Mm-hmm. And so I always think of like teachers or like professors or whatever in books. Like I always think of them as like they give me the ick because I'm like, oh, people just like them because they're in authority. Yeah. It's almost like I don't know, like but I I guess you could say the same with like a prince or like whatever. I'm just mm-hmm. being um jobist. No. And by the way, people, my parents are teachers. I'm not banging teachers. Ew. (laughs) (laughs) uh, Okay, fair. Um, Okay, the thing I don't like about forbidden romance is that it's, like, especially with, like, the professor-student thing, because, like, in Zodiac Academy, like, the character is over 18, but, like, and the the guy's, like, what, 25? Which still is not great. But it's fantasy, so like I don't know. But they 
tell you it's forbidden and they like hide it and like I will admit that in the darkest deepest part of my soul I'm like that's a little hot (laughs) I'm not gonna lie but just the just the like like the hiding like the sneaking around type vibe I I, hate that okay but the thing I hate about it is there is always 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 a moment where they get caught every time and I hate it. I hate, yeah. I hate the like, ugh, because it's. Ugh. I just hate when they like get caught, and then you have to be like, ugh. Now we have to deal with this part of it. Like it's always. I hate it. I like like when things are like, let's say Kingdom of the Wicked, uh, that series where Wrath is a demon prince lord, whatever. And uh, what what's the main girl's? <laughs> I forgot. Amelia. Yeah. So. Everyone in Raph's court doesn't like her because she's a witch and she's not like demon or immortal. Um, and I like that kind of thing where he's like, I like F your opinion, F everyone else's opinion. Like she's mine, that kind of thing. I love that. Um, so I like that kind of urban romance where like the main love interest like doesn't care. Mm-hmm. Like I don't like when they're self-conscious or like, I don't know. I don't yeah. like when they're self-conscious about the other person because that go find you someone that treats you right right and uh actually wants to show you off I know I love that when they like show you off or like they're very possessive of you and they like lay claim to you but in like a respectful way but I think that's why (laughs) I think I like demon romance (laughs) because of that because it's like kind of like forbidden because you know like we grew up thing like I mean you know demons are bad but like the demons in fantasy new adult and young adult fantasy dude you're preaching to the choir man that was all I read all I read was like demon angel fallen angel demon type vibe stuff I'm sorry god <laughs> forgive me it's fine say my hail marys after yeah it's okay but I think that's all we have for today yeah, let us know your favorite tropes. I'm dying to know. What you like, what you don't like. You can follow us at Mary Sue Who Books on Instagram. <laughs> That's all we have for you today. See you next week. See ya. Bye. Bye.